0: Here this! Hear this! right now. Welcome. Primetime with Isaac and Souk. What
1: is going on up here?
0: I never know, man. Unbiased. Shut your-, your mouth.
2: Uncompromised sports talk without the sugar coating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life
1: for 30 seconds.
2: Isaac Rop and Jason Zucanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This, gonna be like? this is going to be quick. This is
0: Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what
1: a do? Oh. What up? I don't know. You
0: know what today starts?
1: What does today start? A new era. The era has begun? No, the era has become. Oh, what does it become? Well, non-football.
3: Oh, I don't like that era. You know?
1: Yeah. Waiting for the UFL. It's kind of exciting. I think it's the, the era UFL. has become. It has become. Anything is possible. Because <laughs> this marks a uh, shift in our show and you'll probably notice <laughs> deep dive into the nba you know the nope. all-star
3: game no a lot of no. d and off <laughs> major league baseball uniform talk
1: more so than usual yeah what was that all about today i saw well, a... fanatics if,
3: if 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 you ever ordered anything off of fanatics no
1: don't because Why? everything they make sucks
3: oh but they've become a big deal And that dude uh, i forget what his name is the guy that that runs fanatics uh, he's a giant doucher, but uh like all the celebrities love him. Like he throws like big parties, so he had like a big super it's bowl. It's Michael Rubin, who Michael a huge
2: Miami white party oh, with yeah. all the celebs. Yeah. Yeah, it's him.
3: And he owns the the, the Sixers. Who'd he buy? Sixers, I believe. Sixers. Yeah, he's a giant douche canoe, but he's like uh he's like the young hip billionaire. He's like, ah, so, Fanatics has grown into, like, this big, giant conglomerate now. It's an where, empire. Yeah. So, when you, like, go to MLB.com I've or any... I've never NH- even
1: been to Fanatics.com. Well, here's
3: the thing. You probably... Well, you may not have, but when you go to, like, Major League Baseball or the NHL website and you go to, like, the, the team store, those are, f- those are run by Fanatics. Mm. And, like, Fanatics is now making, like, the NHL jerseys, and Fanatics is actually going to make the Major League Baseball jerseys this year... But Nike is licensing their logo, so Fanatics is making them. Nike is putting their logo on
2: it. So the quality's gone way down, but it's supposed to still look like it's an upper tier uh, brand.
3: Yeah, and they've actually raised prices. And, and if you've
2: basically if you've bought something through a team store, you've that's that's kind of not the the top tier quality, like you, not a top jersey or something. It's a fanatics. fanatics. Shirt.
3: And so like they suck. Like please, it just uh, as a uh, PSA, stop giving Fanatics money. First off, if you order from them. You don't know what you're going to get. It's like Wish. You It's flip a coin. Maybe you get what you ordered. Maybe you didn't. And if you do get it, chances are it's going to be a hunk of crap. They make, like, the worst things. And so now they're they're making, like, replicas and on-field stuff. And not only are fans pissed, but players are pissed. Now you got major league play- players coming out and being like, dude, I don't know what these are, but these suck.
1: See, I thought it was a shot at Nike. Because well, pe- I was...
3: well, people are upset at Nike for licensing yeah. their stuff to Fanatics.
1: So I, I didn't look too far into it because I just, you know, I'm just yeah. kind of tired of people bitching about everything. Sure. And they were like, because I guess they released nine new Nike.
3: Yeah, they're like city. Think about like. City jerseys. Yeah, like what they do for the NBA. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They did that in baseball. And some people were like, oh, these are terrible. (laughs) And so I was like, "Uh, I'm sure they're fine. But, you know, how people are when something first comes out, they have to take a dump on it.
3: Well, there's a difference between. So I didn't know that uh,
1: Yeah,
3: there's a difference between not liking the designs. And just they're yeah. just making crap. Well,
1: that's that's what the like some of the comments were. These look so cheap. I'm no. like, dude, Nike doesn't make cheap stuff. Well, I let me retract that. <laughs> Walk it back. But I don't know. I just uh, yeah, I don't want to
3: hear it. Well, and this is the problem. Nike makes really nice stuff. But now I get it. The problem is, is that when Fanatics is making it, yeah. and then slapping a logo on it, and when right. you they, people are putting up side by side, like the the Mariners, a bunch of Mariner fans have put up like. Last year's uh, jerseys, and look—you're spending money. If you go to a ballpark and you buy the uh, not even the authentic on on-field one, but like the the nice replica, you're into it for a one seventy. And when you're spending one hundred and seventy bucks, and and you're getting like a sub laminated piece of crap that just looks janky, like come on. And they've actually raised the price to like one ninety, and so people are putting up the side by sides.
1: It, it It's pretty bad. So, is this like when Alaska Airlines, or no, sorry, Boeing outsources the door plugs to yeah. some crappy ass company that doesn't screw it in properly? And then, bingo, somebody dies. Yeah.
3: So, that's, like wh- that. that's why people are upset at Nike is
1: that. Well, they don't, but they farm out a lot of stuff, don't they? I don't know how much, like, I, as
3: far as I know, like this, as far as like uniforms go, I, I haven't heard of them farming out. This sort of work, because everything is being made by Fanatics in Fanatics uh, facilities and then just throwing the logo on it. Now, I have told the story when I first got to BYU, uh, we were a Nike school, but not an important one. So all of our stuff was Wilson. And then they just crudely sewed the Nike patch Mm. over the top and the Wilson logo bigger than the Nike one. So they just took a similar color and then just cut a circle patch out and then sewed it over the top of the Wilson so logo. So
1: Nike would wouldn't even make you uniforms, they just gave you patches. Back
3: in the day and then I want to say like my second or third year there then we got we actually got Nike uniforms. But yeah, my first year or two there, everything we had was either Russell Athletic or Wilson and then just crudely <laughs> sewing Nike patches over the top. Man. And I was like, wow, well, you can tell who's important and now that you know, they don't do that. At least they don't at B y u uh, but yeah that's why everyone's pissed at fanatics and I couldn't agree more so once again stop giving fanatics money that place sucks so where
1: where am I supposed to go for uh see I don't I don't buy a lot of sports gear
3: yeah I don't really either
1: and so that's probably why fanatics is yeah sort of foreign to me yep like I have a Padre's hat but I bought that at the Padres game and
3: it's probably new era
1: yeah yeah I think it's new era new era makes And all I have the a ads. Royals hat huh and I bought that in Kansas City when they won the World Series. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other sports gear I have.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'm going to go to fanatics.com right now. You don't want to do? I'm going to check this out.
3: So if and and that's the problem is that a lot of the stuff on fanatics now is just it's they they do sell other brands, but a lot of it is the fanatics brand itself.
1: So how does that? How do they get away with that? They just bought the licensing from yeah, each from, team from each team. They say hey, we're going to pay you a bunch of money. We're just going
3: to yep. They become licensed. And so they're making huh. like the NHL uniforms. Like they made the uh they made the the all star uniforms for I think the fact for like Adidas. So wait. And people are now posting all of the there's a whole like Twitter account called like Fanatic Sucks where it's just people are showing. Mm. Like I ordered from Fanatics and this is what I got. Oh, really? It's it's really Well, I'm bad. looking
1: here at the Royals section. Yeah. And most of this is new era. Well, that's good. And here's a Royals jersey that's Nike.
3: Yeah. So you've been not, and now maybe and now that... and now people are pissed because it used to be when you order Nike, you knew you were getting yeah, Nike, and now, now it, people are like, right. "Am I getting Fanatics with a Nike swoosh?" And so that's again why well, people are mad say, at Nike.
1: It says replica, so that probably means it's the Fanatics version. G- good
3: chance that's the Fanatics version if it's this year's. Man,
1: they got some cool stuff. on here. Be yeah. So well, I'm not going to buy any of it, but, but yeah, it's
3: it's it's a it's a dicey bet. I've ordered. I've ordered probably a handful of things over the years. Some fanatics, like once I ordered a, uh, I ordered a New York Mets like long sleeve something or other, and I got a short sleeve California Angels T-shirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow! And
3: I was like, "Well, what? Oh, okay." That so, maybe
1: explains something that happened over Christmas. We bought a meat wanted us to buy him buy a Padres beanie for one of the girls, yeah, the nieces, yeah and a Buffalo Sabers beanie showed up.
3: Sounds about right.
1: <laughs> so I'm guessing that's, I'm, I'm starting to put two and two together here. That's
3: Fanatics. I've ordered probably five or six things over the years of Fanatics and I'll bet you I've gotten my order maybe twice that without having to be like, "Well, this and sometimes like it's it's huh. it's, it's it's the wrong shape. Once I ordered something uh I think it was a Red Wings thing and the like the the logo on it was like sideways. It was like at a 40 degree angle. I looked at it and I was like, "What is like this?" And the the name on the back was all peeling already. And like, I emailed them and they're like, "Well, you need to send that one back." I'm like, "You really you want this? Like, what <laughs> are we? Like, I won't order anything from Fanatics anymore." Someone
2: like, here on the Vancouver Four text line said, "I ordered a men's triple XL 2020 Dodgers uh, World Series Championship t shirt. They sent me a women's small.
3: Yes, <laughs> like that. I'm I'm not kidding. It happens. I don't know how companies like." You would think in today's day and age that when you you produce crap and you have horrible customer service and you have problems, like, you get exposed, right? And, like, you stop growing. But somehow Fanatics just keeps getting bigger, and I I can't figure out how because, like, everyone that deals with them all says the same thing.
1: Well, I'm looking here. Their valuation is uh, $31 (laughs) So Right? I— Life's good. It's just so bad. God. I can't figure it out. Hmm. It's like how
3: Applebee's became so big. You're like, "What? Who? Who?" And the stuff isn't even like cheap either. You would think like if you're it's buying It's just
2: cheaper than like the the top tier stuff. Yes. And so it's it, it they've almost set themselves up first as like the low price leader, but they've been able to creep that up now.
3: Yeah, it's it's like, yeah, not everyone wants to spend $45 on a t-shirt. I get it. But the fanatics one's like 34, and it's a hunk of s. It's just it's awful. They make the worst stuff. So, so anyway. it sounds
1: like just uh, you know googling and all that. Yeah. Nike and fanatics have been in bed together for several years, and for fanatics while. makes a lot of the college stuff. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, well, it says buck, they buckle up. They share the rights to serve a number of major universities. Yeah. So Nike's just like ah, eh, you deal. You do it. it. You get half of it. Yep. Huh. Well that's interesting. People
3: are unhappy with the NHL stuff and people are right. certainly unhappy well, with the Major people league stuff. People are unhappy with
1: everything. Yeah, Look, I'm they, not saying they're wrong. They but have a right to be unhappy. They're always about unhappy. This. And by the way, that's hot sports business talk here on the fan. <laughs> you guys like sports business? You never know what you're gonna get these uh mm. these shows here until we get to oh, I don't know, football again. Yeah. I'm
3: passionate about my anti fanatics' hate though. I, I feel strongly well, about it. What
1: is the what is the um competition or who is the competition well I mean
3: I I guess it would be just you know Nike Adidas all that stuff the problem is that when you go to team stores now more often than not it's fanatics it's just
1: vague you don't know who's making what
3: yeah and fanatics Mm -hmm. runs the NHL and the MLB shops and you know you got to be careful with what sort of crap you're buying and if it says fanatics on it I'm telling you it's like that Timu stuff they ran like 19 different ads on the super Timu yeah yeah don't don't do that what is Timu (laughs) It's the fanatics from China, apparently.
1: Timu, Timu. And they just
3: want to steal your credit card information and then send you crap.
1: Yeah, Timu is like a it's it's a, like an overstock. Yeah, it's like
3: a bad Chinese version of overstock.com that just has horrid reviews. Wow, 90% off here. It says. <laughs> exactly. Huh. You don't I want wonder it. what the catch is there. <laughs> the, the catch is they get your credit card. You get discounted merchandise and they get your identity and credit card.
1: Oh, here's a mop for three dollars and
3: forty eight cents <laughs> and you oh. don't and you don't know what's showing up at your doorstep but people see three bucks they're like I better buy
1: I'll stick with Amazon there you go I think that's probably I like the Amazon best. although some of it's generic on there yeah. too <laughs> you know you ever look on there oh yeah and you're like yeah,
3: just be aware of
1: what you're buying. You're just looking for something that you don't know much about, right? Yeah. And so you just go on Amazon. It's like yeah. I wonder what the, the like you know they have the user's choice or like people's choice one. Yeah, it's just like Amazon's choice. It's always the cheapest thing. Yeah. Because he's, people are cheap.
3: You just got to be aware. Just you just got to pay attention to what you're buying because it's it's not always.
1: uh Yeah, but that's hard when you're when you're ordering online. You know, you gotta. When you're in a store, it's a little easier. Let me just say this, uh, and again, not. not uh, uh, Everyone can
3: buy what they want to buy and I that's get it right. we all want the best bargain but tell me what to buy let's say you're shopping for a widget whatever it is you're buying okay and all the widgets that you see are 39.99 mm-hmm. and then you see one for 8.99 yes that's my widget you might want to be aware that there's a reason why one's 8.99 and the the rest of them are 39 now if it's like 4 or 5 bucks yeah but like like one is is a, an eighth of the cost yeah, just be aware, you may not be getting the best thing in the world. And you read some reviews, and people are like, "Uh, it was cheap." They're like, uh. "Like that's people the, like
1: that though." But that's like, but don't when, they like getting something? That's yes,
3: but when you read the review, and the review is, "Well, it's not great, but uh, uh it's cheap."
1: Like that's not. I a, think that's the overriding. That's what people want. It's not a rousing endorsement. No, but it's what people want. See, they're just giving it's people what, what some they people, they people want. want. It's, it's, yeah, that it's priority not priority for a whole, for a, a lot of people. I though. know, but dude. Come on, man! There is a market in any product. To to the there is a low ball market for any product. Yeah, that people do not care; they just want it cheap. Yeah, well, just, there's a lot of people like that. Just
3: remember, you know whether I know them whether you're buying widgets or hookers or blow. Never go with the cheapest one; it's not going to end up well for you. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> I don't know that fentanyl thing. Like, ah, it's probably well, not the blow part. It's probably going to be. I was fine. thinking more of the it's going to be fine
1: hooker part. <laughs> You can get what you need. Yeah,
3: I think you get what you pay for a lot of the
1: times. Uh, all right. Well, you guys want to talk sport? Yeah, why
3: not? <laughs> Instead, we're going to do three hours of online shopping.
1: If you're lucky. I don't need anything right now. I don't really either. Have you notice you go through spurts of shopping? Oh yeah. Like where it's like, yeah. ah, I kind of need. I don't know. it Just seems to all come at once. And right now, I'm in a lull of I- I'm good.
3: That's a great. It's a great everything. feeling.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna try to make it last as long as possible.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to get my special lady friend to uh, to go through one of those, but um, it doesn't. Like I would like to think. I don't that think the ladies ever stop. There's peaks and valleys or plateaus. She more is an Everest sort of gal where yeah. there's just a a constant ascent up. And well, even when I'm not aware of what's being purchased, uh, she puts all the boxes for me to recycle by my desk, and so. Uh, I see the remnants of what is ordered on a day to day basis, and uh, yeah. And when I ask what it is, uh, I get told the same thing. Don't worry about it.
1: Yeah, I don't ever ask. But, <laughs> it's probably for the best. Man, does a package show up every day? Pretty much. Yeah.
3: Pretty much Only every day. One.
1: There's always something. Yeah. Out yeah. there. Yeah.
3: yeah. And when that's and when it's not coming to my house, she orders it to her friends in in Oregon to save on tax, yeah. and so I'll get like alerts on my phone that a package has been delivered, and I'm like, oh, that's it's just over there. Then she has to go over there and pick up the hall. It's like a once-weekly venture over there to bring back the Santa's booty. My
2: wife buys so much from Amazon that when I buy something from Amazon, she just automatically opens it thinking it's hers. She's opened presents for herself in yeah. there plenty of times. I'm like, you mm. got to look at the, the, yeah. the label there. That's, look that's
3: at on, the name. That's on you, Buck. When you order something, you have to give instructions. You're like, hey, just FYI, I did order something. I have something. learned
2: to give the heads up that something's coming. Please make sure you check the uh, mailing address. She so. doesn't
1: open mine. My wife doesn't open mine.
3: Oh, yeah. I, I, everything gets opened. I, I haven't opened a package in years. <laughs> just, I accept I think they it. do
1: their own recycle? I don't
3: know, because it's right by— such a man task? I don't know, but it, it definitely falls upon me. Same thing with the trash. She opens, yeah. she takes the trash bag, and then yeah. she leaves it at the desk, and yep. it's like, hey, that's that's you. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's the one thing I'm probably capable of doing, so
1: I don't complain.
2: I also don't mind it, so if I'm like, you know, if that's something that uh, gets lumped into my responsibilities, it's that easy, sure.
1: That's true. It is very easy. And oddly satisfying. Taking you know, out yeah. the trash? Yeah, 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 to get the trash and the recycle all cleaned up and put new bags in there. Oh. It's kind of nice. It's like, ah, oh, look at that. I'm, yeah, I can see that. You're I'm like cleaning. A, yeah, look at you. Yeah. I've, <laughs> I've cleaned everything. I
3: am man. It's like when you first created fire. Like, yes, I've taken out the
1: trash. Yeah. yeah, Little victories. All right, let's get our poll question in next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
1: all right. We're having a good time. It's Tuesday. The sun is a shining. Football's over. over. Um, the NBA is about to go on break. College basketball no. is no. not quite here. I mean, it's here, but... Pitchers, catchers this week, yeah, right? Yeah, pitchers and catchers. Yes. We got that. We got Tiger Woods' new brand.
3: Yeah. Sunday now in two words for some... Yeah, what is that about? I don't know. I thought maybe there was... Like there was some sort of significance behind it, but they've just his, there his, has to be his right? brand is
2: Sunday Red, but it's but it's Sun Space Day, day Space Red. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I, if you don't,
1: don't know, know, Tiger Woods is not with Nike anymore. So he's he Taylor Made. Taylor Made. He's, he's made his own brand with TaylorMade, Made, and it's su- he released it today. Well, it's it's out in I think May. Yeah. But he teased it out today with a little social media post because that's what you have to do these days. Sure. And it's Sun Day red. Yeah. And and it's then the, got a really stupid tiger logo.
3: Yeah, it's like it looks like a tiger. It looks kind of thing. I don't know. I saw some of the like, they they did like five or six of the stuff that they're going to sell and I don't know it looks uh, like a red nah. polo. Hey, but you know what? That nah. red polo is going to be 125 bucks.
1: Did you ever play golf anywhere with anybody who wore the Tiger Woods like red black combo like
3: No. It's you know, a pretty he, Yeah. The, the Sunday red. Yeah, like, I mean, you can't if you show up wearing a Tiger right. Woods red polo and right. black slacks. Right. Boy, I'll tell you what. You better be <laughs> you either be, you better be the best or the worst golfer I've ever seen. Cuz it's kind of funny if you go out and you're shooting like 130 and then I get it it's like ha ha it's kind of ironic. Yeah. Or it's you bit. or you better just be the balls. You better be out there just sniping well, pins. They
1: always said that. You know that Tiger the the no-collared yeah, red the shirt? Yeah, the collarless shirt. Yeah, that yeah. they always said that that sold really well.
3: I see a lot of bros wearing that. You do? Yeah.
1: See, I never see anybody wearing that.
3: When you go to like my my buddy belongs to a country club, and they're so I'll whole... go I'll go down there and play sometimes and there's a lot of the uh, the high T bros. They love skin tight. Yeah. Gotta have that sucker as yeah. tight as can be. Yeah. And they they're they're a big fan of the collar of the huh. shirt. All right. But that's a I'm an old man with a gray beard. I, I don't I don't pull that one off. But I have seen some of the young uh the young sparkies. I gotta
1: tell you. Big golf fan here. You guys know that. Yeah. Big Nike guy, mm-hmm. but I was never a big Tiger Woods brand guy. Like I, like I don't think that stuff's that great. I
3: like his shoes. My Do favorite. You? My favorite pair of golf shoes I've ever owned are Tiger Woods shoes. Mm-hmm. I wear a lot of the Jordan stuff now. Jordan's big into golf, and I think his stuff is great.
1: Yeah, he's got good golf shoes now.
3: Yeah, so I'm 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 a big fan you of that. You can get
1: but... them on Timu.com.
3: <laughs>
1: Except it comes with like, at a discount. The
3: logo is slightly off. He's got like four arms yeah. on there.
1: All right, uh, poll question. Triple A heating and cooling family business, helping families for over 60 years. Triple IAQ.com. It is on X at 1080. The fan. We asked you yesterday what cost the Niners the Super Bowl. 58% of you said special teams. Uh, that would be a blocked PAT. And then the muffed punt. And a muffed punt. Yeah. Uh, 25% of you said Patrick Mahomes nine uh, percent said Taylor Swift and eight percent said Kyle Shanahan. Yeah,
3: Shanahan's not taking nearly as much heat as I thought he was. Uh, He's not, he was going to be, and
1: I think it's just because, like you said, Chiefs won it. Did you? Mahomes s- is great. Did
3: you see some of the Niner linemen sniping at each other though? No. Buck sent that to me. What happened? Uh, well, there was obviously people are, are giving the Niners crap about the the. F- the, the the final one in OT where that third and four where they didn't get it, where Chris Jones came untouched.
2: The one we talked about a lot yesterday. Yeah. So some fan came out and said, you know, if Colton McKibbis just does his job there. And then John Feliciano, another Niners lineman, says it wasn't his missed assignment and you wouldn't have to do a chop block there if the person who was supposed to block him blocked him. Yeah. Another spot lineman, Spencer Burford, hops in and goes, wow, I opened up this app to find out people saying these things? Like, these are all three linemen lineman. talking about each other yes. on Twitter, bitching well, about whose responsibility it was.
3: The, the Niner linemen throwing each other under the bus like, it ain't my fault. And then Blame that guy. Brandon
2: Ayuk's best friend and girlfriend both go on, on Instagram to basically say, we're out of here. We're done with San Francisco. <laughs> and then what? he goes to clean out his locker and they're asking him, "Hey, there was a lot of stuff on social media about you not wanting to be here." And he's like, "Do you have anything you want to say?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> and they're like, "Well, where do you want to be?" He's like, "Somewhere I can be a champion."
1: What? And oh that's my it. God,
2: it, it, like they're they're in a
1: full on meltdown. It's not. It's not. Good. Well, who do, who's to blame? Surely someone's to blame. He went. I mean, Chris Jones wasn't even touched. A, so a, it's somebody's fault. Again, Whose fault is it?
3: To to me, it looked like the right tackle absolutely butchered it but you know again not knowing what the protection schemes were first off whoever called the protection scheme is stupid it's the most ridiculous thing ever you don't think on third and four down there at the 11 that spags is bringing the heat and you run this condensed bs formation where it's hard to tell who's coming and then you pull the center and you have some sort of weird scheme on the on the on the right hand side i mean so first of all it was the play design but the, the right guard and tackle, I, I don't know what they were doing. One of them butchered it.
1: Well, were those guys, the two guys? Two of them, yes. Fighting with each other? Yes. Okay, and so they're the both f- pointing the finger at the other?
3: Yeah, and then there was a third guy that was <laughs> chiming in with that, too, and then Ayuk's doing his whole thing, and, you know, it's, it's not pretty. A little bit of a mess. Yeah, a little bit of a mess. And they've got yeah. him for another year, so I don't...
1: That's what happens when you lose.
3: Well, and this is kind of like why they, they say a lot of times that when you lose the Super Bowl, like... It it can kind of fall apart on you,
1: dude. I was thinking about that today because I was reading about Shanahan, and he's like, "Man," he said, "Man, we're going to be back better than ever next year." Mm -hmm. And Kittle said the same thing. And I was sitting there thinking about that, going, Mm -hmm. "God, that's got to be hard." You know, you these guys pour their heart and souls into this, and it's such a long journey. Every season is its own long ass journey with all kinds of ups and downs, and you get all the way there and lose again like that. And then, you know, obviously time heals all wounds and you take some time off or whatever and you get back up on the horse. But that, I just, that's got to be so. Dudes you got, are going
2: through it, though, and they're in their
1: feelings and they're firing all this stuff off. Well, while now thinking. they are. But I'm talking about like, you know, September, well, August or whenever they report to camp, July, August. July. You know, they got to start yep. like it's go time again. And it's like this such a long process that that is probably very hard. Yeah. To do
3: that's the worst part about it is like you said there's just
1: it's one thing if you're super motivated like you you, let's say the raven you know the ravens you know they may come in all fired up sure like hey we got something to prove and it's not going to happen to us again the demoralized niners that one would be harder I would think well because because you know what it takes and it's just a long
3: and it's just not um, I just don't think the average person has a, uh, a a real appreciation for. What goes through a, 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 what goes into a, a, a season, from the off season to every one of these guys is playing with. This guy's got a torn rotator cuff. This guy's knee is shredded and needs off season surgery. This guy's playing with a bad back. You know, and and you just go through this just brutal dog days of the season, and you finally get there, and you come up one or two plays short. Yeah, you start looking like. You ever have that where you just have a rotten day and you go home and you're just looking and, and someone's going to get their head bit off? That's what's happening here between Ayuk and in between offensive linemen and and look, someone to say that 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 people are immune to this or should be. Trust me, there are people when they watch that film, they're going to look at the right guard, or they're going to look at at Buford, they're going to look at the at at, at, at McKivitz, the tackle, and be like, dude, your dumbass cost me a Super Bowl. I put it all on the line out there, and you, especially if it really was a blown assignment, and I think it was, you can pretend all you want that oh we're all great teammates. There's gonna be hard feelings in that locker room. Unfortunately for the Niners, it's spilling <laughs> it's spilling out on Twitter, which is why maybe you mm-hmm. just take a couple days off social media, yeah. guys.
1: Yeah, I, I I don't worry about that as much as I worry about come fall. You know, yeah. Do you like have- you said? There's a reason that teams that lose the Super Bowl. Come back the next year and and yep. struggle. It's just flat. I mean, the Niners the last time won six games. Yeah, the, the e- next year the Eagles fell apart and they had a lot of injuries. Yeah, but-
3: you're right. Because when you win, you're like, man, we're going to do it again, and you know we got the motivation. But when you lose, it can be, it can be demoralizing, and that S can stick with you for a long, yeah, I, long time. I think time. It's
1: just how you lose, right? Yeah. You know, I think yeah. the Bills are probably pretty motivated. I, I think would think the Ravens so. are probably pretty motivated. The uh, I think the two hardest. It would be for Kansas City. I mean, just one, two in a row. Yep. How do you? I mean, I don't know that.
3: Sabin talks about that's this. a
1: whole nother hard. Yeah,
3: Sabin talks about it all the time that he thinks the hardest thing to yeah. do is when you get on top and you, is is yeah. to stay there.
1: Well, Reed Andy Reed said that he he thanked the Raiders. <laughs> for beating their ass remember that they they had won like five or six in a row and the Raiders beat him yeah and he got in the locker room and he said man you cannot take anything for granted you no. know this could spiral easily they yeah. just kicked our ass wake up yep. and he said that woke him up it did so uh yeah it's just a I don't know it just would be hard you're Kyle Shanahan she's like oh my God here we go again yep. and we gotta ramp it up. Try this again. Well, you got to get some. It might kill him if they if if they get to another Super Bowl and he loses again. He's he might be done.
3: Well, I guarantee he woke up today and heard his O line and his one of his star receivers all chirping, and I guarantee he just put his head down and went.
1: F. I'm going fishing. (laughs) I'll I'll see you guys in July. I'll
3: deal with this tomorrow.
1: All right, we'll get to today's poll question coming up next. It pertains to sports dynasties. Here's Buck. All right, here is today's poll question. It is on X at 1080, the fan, brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling. Today we're asking you, uh, which of the most recent sports dynasties did or do you dislike the most? Uh, Patriots, San Francisco Giants. Bingo. Chiefs or Warriors?
3: (laughs) Giants. Really? Yeah.
1: Why? That's Uh, the
3: dirt factor, isn't it? It's the dirt factor. It's solely based on dirt.
1: Because he's obnoxious.
3: His douchiness as a Giants fan, and to (laughs) some extent Buckley, although Buck's like a quarter of what Dirt is, I find San Francisco Giant fan. And by the way, this is for no other reason. I like the Giants growing up. I love Will Clark. Will Clark might be my favorite baseball player non-med of all time. It's a wonderful ballpark. I like the city. I've been down there many times. But their level of obnoxiousness, starting with Dirt, Turned me against that team more so than just about anything else. As a
2: fan of both the Giants and the Warriors, I think Warriors fans are more obnoxious than Giants
1: fans. I was going to say, I think Warriors clearly more, well, I mean, it's all in the eye of the beholder, but I would think the Warriors are far more disliked than the Giants. And then I think the Patriots might win this. I don't know. I think it's going to come down to the Patriots and Warriors. Boston sports fan can be pretty obnoxious.
3: It's funny because Boston sports fan is the worst And the Patriots very much smug, and and Bill was a giant a-hole. I never hated the Patriots. Really? No, I don't know why. I just,
1: they don't, and it's the same thing. Do they bother you more than the Chiefs or less than the Chiefs?
3: I'd say they bother me probably a little bit less, but it's about the same. Like, I don't mind the Chiefs. I don't. I, oh, I look at you. I, I don't,
2: think I'm one of the few people that doesn't mind other dynasties. I like either. I thought the Bulls were cool in the I '90s. Don't, like... I
3: don't mind excellence. Yeah. And so when when you're truly great, and and clearly the Patriots were, obviously Golden State was, and and Kansas City. I have a hard time hating you just because you're good. I can get annoyed. I can get annoyed at the coverage. And enough's enough. I've seen you like. Kelsey this year a little bit I was a bit over the top I didn't mind the Taylor Swift stuff but him in general he's a lot to handle but he's not a bad guy he's not a doucher Draymond's kind of an unlikable you know idiot but for the most part Steve Kerr and and Clay Thompson and Steph and and, all the, and some of the role guys David West and Sean Livingston some of the guys they've had come through there I I just I, there's nothing for me to hate you would think I I would hate New England. But again, there was something about kind of that F you, we're we're New England and we'll do what we want and stop us. And I, I didn't mind it.
1: All right, well vote and vote hard. I uh I don't know why we seem to dislike dynasties. I guess we just get bored, right? We want yeah. We want fresh blood, we want variety.
3: Well we hate success. We and, and you know, we well, we want Do we? I think when you see the same team over and over again, one, it's not your team. And so you're like, we'll quit bogarting it. And then we get the coverage of you. And you got to admit, like, sometimes when you're watching a football game, the Patrick Mahomes stuff, I mean, it's like drinking from a fire hose. Tony Romo, I think, touches himself at night thinking about Pat Mahomes. And and so I, I think that you know, can, can be a much for people. Cause look, he's great, but so is Josh Allen. And so is Lamar Jackson, a lot of quarterbacks, but it's like, Oh my God, no one has ever, you know, scrambled like Patrick Mahomes. And then you watch the play and you're like, oh, it wasn't that great. It was a nice play, but yeah, he's not out there. Just like blowing you away every single play. But the announcers kind of make it that way. Coach K was like that for me at Duke a little bit. They'd be like, no one has ever, Coach K is changing the game forever, and no one has done it like Coach K. And it's just so over the top, it's it, it can be annoying. Okay, so coverage. Coverage, is I think. part of it. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I I was never a big, I don't mind Tiger, but the coverage of Tiger was nauseating to me. He'd be 12 shots back, and then he'd have a round where he'd have a decent, and he'd be like nine shots back, and they'd be like, there's yeah. Tiger on the prowl.
1: That And that was truth. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I saw a really funny article today I came across uh, on the uh, um, uh, inter- internet. Inter- inter- interwebs. interwebs?
3: You worked the Google machine.
1: It was from 2016, and it was predicting the next great sports dynasties. Mm-hmm. And they had a couple of good ones on there that you could totally see where they were thinking, like the Nationals with Bryce Harper and Strasburg and yeah. Scherzer. Yeah. And they had the Cubs with Bryant and Rizzo and those bros. They also had the Vikings with Adrian Peterson, Teddy Bridgewater, and Mike Zimmer. Who? Yeah. Was that a dynasty? No, I don't don't think that was. You don't think it was? No, Teddy Two Gloves never quite got there. One of them was Bengals. They somehow were trying to make it out that Andy Dalton was the franchise guy. Really? Yeah. The Red Rifle? Like the Bengals finally got their guy, and they were loading up at skill positions and watch out. Mm-hmm. The T wolves are on there with Wiggins and Cat.
3: Sure, I remember Rubio. I remember that. I remember people thinking that they were the the, the up and coming big thing.
1: But it's just funny that you know you can't really predict this stuff. Like nobody saw the Chiefs coming as a dynasty. No, you know? I mean, no, we knew Mahomes was good, and it's a good pairing with Andy Reid. But I mean, who the hell had this five years ago? Well, and we
3: talked about it too. With and I'm not saying that you know, Kansas City's not lucky. I mean, my God, Kansas City's fantastic. Again, we go back to, and you can do this with all the Tom Brady Super Bowls, right? Why one ball? Kansas City fumbled, what, five times in that game? And and they recovered all but one. Right? Like the, the ball hits the the guy's ankle and and McLeod doesn't recover it. We you know, we we talk about all the plays that could have gone the other way. Garoppolo's overthrow to Emmanuel Sanders in the first one. Uh who was it? Was it D Ford that jumped off sides? Or maybe Kansas City has another one. That's right. That was D Ford. So you can make the argument like Kansas City could have four, or Kansas City could have one. You know, and it's the same thing with Brady, like kicks. How many of, I think, what, Tom Brady's first three Super Bowls all came down to field goals? If Scott Norwood's out there kicking for him, then we're not talking about Brady the well, way we are. That's kind
1: of why we like the NFL, though, right? Yeah. Is that it's it really is very, the, the margin is so thin. Yes. And it's just, it makes it exciting.
3: And that's why dynasties are, especially in this sport, why they're so effing hard. And then when you see them. Whether it's it's New England or whether it's Kansas City, it's been 20 years since someone even went back to back. That's how hard it is in this league. Yeah. And so when you do see someone that for whatever reason, skill, luck, all those things combined, and they manage to win three and five and back to back, you realize how truly special it is. Because it's just it doesn't happen in this league. It's not the league with the salary cap and the turnover, it's not meant to put together dynasties. It's just not.
1: The NBA is. And yes. we've only seen well, I guess before the Warriors, you'd have to go back to the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Then you had the
3: Lakers, and you know the the, the NBA. The NBA, share. the NBA has way more but dynasties
1: not than now. Well, I know, but not now. No, um, no, that's what's weird about it. It's like the NFL should be the most random. Yeah, and yet we've had back to back dynasties.
3: That's uh, kind of crazy. One handed it off to the other,
1: and then baseball. I don't know what to make of baseball because it's just so. I mean, the Giants. Somebody said they don't think of the Giants as a dynasty. They won three in five years. Yeah, how is that not? Or three and six? I think I think three that's kind of the minimum requisite yeah. for so dynasty. Three was, and five.
3: It was it odd years or even years or Even whatever, years. Even
2: yeah, three but six. Twelve, fourteen. Yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, baseball is probably tougher to do it too because it's just there's a lot of randomness yeah. when you get into these when you get into the playoffs.
3: Yeah. Well, that 162 games, but then you know, five and seven game series, yeah, weird, weird, ass weird ass happens.
1: So then I was thinking, well, what franchises are queued up for a dynasty? I'm like, There's no way to predict that. You can't see these coming. That's what that's the beauty of it. No, but you know, you've got some some teams that are scaring some people, like the, the Orioles in baseball. I, I would say the Braves. The Braves look like it, but even though know, they didn't, no, but they they've won one.
3: But they have, but they have signed their team, and it's young, and it's yeah. affordable, and. They're going to be together for a long time, and they've got money to go out and spend. So, what
1: about the Dodgers, though? Now, you seen what they? I mean, the Dodgers are yeah. absolutely loaded. Yep, yep. This year, absolutely. The so,
3: Thunder. Yes, you could make a. I mean, could be queuing up
1: something. S- some people think they're, they're poised
2: th- for, but I, you, I, with any of these, it feels like you yeah. got to be a little bit closer to start to. Well, it's
1: well, the best yeah, young
2: team in the NBA.
1: You can't predict them because if you if you would look at, I mean, there's so many good teams. I think it just comes down to like. There's championship DNA that you can't really put your finger on. No. And I just sort of feel like when you see it, you trust you should trust it. Mm-hmm. Like the Patriots showed it very early and it's like, oh, okay, don't mess with that. Chiefs are doing the same thing right now. Yep. But then when you see a franchise that should be winning a lot, Dodgers. But don't trust that too. That's LA for me. I mean yeah. they've got one, but they did get the one. Again, when
3: when it comes the, to the po- Astros
1: have been better than the Dodgers. Exactly,
3: when it comes to the postseason, I always look at the Dodgers roster and all that money they spend, and I'm, I say the same thing. Eh. Whereas you said with the Astros, I'm like, God, I hate them because there's a, there, you just feel like, I don't know, I, I I feel a lot different about the Houston organization than I do the Dodgers.
1: Yeah, Milwaukee. You know, it's interesting with Giannis. Yeah, you know, you are the Nuggets poised with Jokic for another couple of years. Certainly poised. Yeah.
3: Except they, their other star just can't stay healthy. I feel like he's, yeah.
2: you know. But it seems like they're going to, they make crews in the West. They don't have a ton of resistance against them.
1: They should. They
3: have the best player in the NBA and one of the best playoff players in the NBA. And last year they bitch slapped everybody, but, you know.
1: Yeah, it'll probably be like the Reds or something, <laughs> you know.
3: Well, you mentioned the Orioles, you know.
1: Out of nowhere.
3: They got new management now and they spend a little money. They, who'd they, uh...
1: They got Burns, Corbin yeah, Burns. Yeah, they went
3: out and got Burns, like, right after like they, they sold the team. They're In like, well, Adley,
1: we trust. Yeah,
3: which would be cool. I, I'm on board.
1: All right, that's your poll question. It's uh, brought to you by A Heating and Cooling, and it is there for you on X at 1080. The fam will update the results tomorrow. Was the Super Bowl the most watched television event of all time? Next on The fam. Well, last night on our show, right around 6.30, Andrew Nimic broke some fake news. Really? Yeah, you remember when he told us that the preliminary numbers were in and the ratings for the Super Bowl is like 115 million average viewers? Yes. That's incorrect,
3: Jason. Wrong. Fake news. So is it or is it not the most watched TV <laughs> well, pr- program of all time? That is what is
2: up for debate because hmm. I'm looking at a headline right here in the Oregonian yeah. that says Super Bowl 58 was the most watched
1: telecast in history. Okay, this this is what drives me nuts about news operations.
3: Fake news, bunch of liberal
1: BS, Frank. Well, they so there, there will be one source that will report that. Yeah. And it could technically be true. And I think that's what's happening here. Is this and is then it. everybody else picks it up and runs with it. The reality is, it sounds like that's not true.
3: It is when you, you go by the language. It is the most watched program ever. The, the moon landing was not a program.
1: Okay, gotcha. The moon landing gotcha. was, okay. was
3: coverage across every network.
1: Okay, so... See, to me, that's a little misleading, <laughs> but... Oh, okay, if you wanted... <laughs> If you want to fit it into that box, I well, think that's fine. I, I did a deep dive
3: yesterday into this. Because well, hold on, hold yeah. on. Let me
1: give you the number. The actual number is, uh, that came out today is 123.4 million. Yes. Which beats last year's Super Bowl of 115 million, and it is the most watched program Program Because the the, ever. the previous one was actually the Patriots-Seahawks Super Bowl. Which that, was how much?
3: Uh, I'd have to look it up. I want to say like 119 or something. Okay. but Well, this beat that. Too. This beat it. So this— In a technical, I think in a non-technical sense, this is the most watched program of all time. Single program. Single program. But it's
1: not the most watched event ever. No. Ever.
3: It sounds like there are two events that both uh, dwarf this, and it really wasn't close. And by the way, they both did it when there was a hundred and 30 million less people in the country. So if you want to even go off a, a percentage, because this happened right around the same time when there was just over 200 million people in the country, as opposed to now we have 330 and, and some change or whatever. But they say the Apollo moon landing and and the night coverage when President Kennedy was assassinated, both of those got north of 150 million people. That okay,
1: so it is technically true yes. that it's the most watched Program yes, but it's not the most watched event. No, so they, that would be Apollo Eleven and 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 the Kenny and the Kenny,
3: Kenny stuff is weird because again they're saying that that was literally every single network did live like whatever you were doing you stopped and anyone that tuned into the TV that night, which was eighty five percent of the country, that's what was being shown. But it wasn't one broadcast. You can make the argument that the Apollo landing is closer to to the Super Bowl because that wasn't coverage; it was just. Here's the moon landing. Whereas the Kennedy one or maybe even like after 9/11, like everyone tuned in like the on, on 9/11, that's all anyone was doing, but again, that was over every cable network and so you can't really count it. This was one thing that everyone was watching, Super Bowl number 1. All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. Someone's asking about MASH. We looked at this yesterday. MASH is the only non-Super Bowl program in the top 25 i think mash came in at like number 13 and it got a hundred and some change and that'll never be topped by a a scripted show
1: and if you're wondering the 123.4 million viewers is across all cbs platforms so peacock uh or or not peacock uh,
3: paramount plus is where i watched it yeah uh what Nickelodeon, nickelodeon all that so all that That's a butt-ton of people is what that is. 10
1: million people watched in Canada. They said it becomes one of the five highest-watched English language programs in the history of Canada. Yeah. And then Australia, the viewers in Australia was up 138%, 2.7 million. Yikes. Which is weird. I don't know why. but Well,
3: it's just growing. And I think uh, they, they did say the Taylor Swift effect actually played a, a, a role and yeah. more She people. brought in some eyeballs. She brought in some eyeballs. If you really want to be blown away, go some look rods at- rods
1: and cones. Yeah.
3: Go look up World Cup numbers
1: worldwide. The, well, yeah. We've already done yeah, this. Yeah. So I'm just saying if Tour you- Tour de France, yeah. World Cup, and then the cricket championships. Yeah. This, they're in the billions. Yeah. The like we, <laughs> we got nothing. You think football's popular? No. Get
3: out of here. Yeah. Which All is right. why the NFL desperately wants to move this game internationally.
1: And they, I don't know that they desperately want to do this. But when we come back, we'll I'll I'll throw this out. There was an article about this last week. That this is probably coming again. I don't know how desperate they are to do it because they've got a good thing going. But what if, what if Mm -hmm. the Super Bowl goes pay per view?
3: It's a ballsy move. It's a ballsy, ballsy move because up until now the NFL has been able to do whatever they want and not turn people away.
1: Mm. <laughs> so we'll get to that. That's and risky. Big night at the uh, Moda Center, I think. <laughs> what it is, the best team in the league's coming in. You're, you're I'm going go to that lake. Do you know who's starting for the Blazers? No, yeah. I can't keep track. Well, there's, there's they're in, they're out.
3: Uh, again, I'm just. I just wanted to tell you that I'm just glad that Do they're getting right, the, left. the medical care that they deserve.
1: Uh, that's coming up next on The Fan.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.